Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With me, as always, is the wonderful Karen Randazzo. Who's Elizabeth? And the amazing Chris Randazzo. I am the president of the great kingdom of Luxembourg. <laughs> We're here on this week's episode Talk Television. This is our holiday run of shows because it's December and, you know, Christmas stuff. Uh, Karen was lucky enough to pick this one. This is also our first mini episode so it's going to be a little bit different than normal karen you chose west wing season one episode 10 in excelsis deo but before we get into whoa hold up good job evan really (laughs) why why? in excelsis deo that's captain mispronunciation nailing that on your first shot (laughs) screw you he was practicing he practiced that you guys (laughs) before we get into all of the ridicule you can get in touch with us at mailhitgeekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Suggest a show. We'll watch it, most likely. Um, so, uh, last week we discussed, uh, th- um, not The Simpsons. What, what's their names? The, the Bundys. Married with children. Okay. And then... They're not the Karen, cartoon made, yellow guys. It's the real people. Yeah, it's the real peoples. <laughs> then, Karen, you chose this one. I sure did. And... I haven't, I don't know how many episodes of, of West Wing I've actually watched, but I, it turns out I, I really like this show, and this was far more depressing than I expected. And uh, the second we finished watching this, I was like, I know Evan's going to ding me for that. <laughs> now, this show is phenomenal. Like, I understand why you guys have an affinity for it. Like, I apparently am a Sorkin fan as well. You just didn't know I it. I just didn't know it. Like, it was really good. And, like, a lot of emotion and a lot of heart. And so why why, why choose this one? Well. Well, it's a Christmas episode. <laughs> I, not th- I mean, other than, you know, the, 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 the environment. Like, you could see a Christmas tree and, and a couple of, you know, children singing. It was, like, it could have taken place just in winter. Sure. And still been as emotionally j- jarring. <laughs> so, why? Because uh, I've been watching a lot of West Wing lately. <laughs> and I really like this show. Uh, and then I wanted to talk about it. I don't think we've talked about it before. Um, but also, it's just a really good episode. It's got a really lot of good stuff in it. Um, and it shows off a lot of what's best about the show. I, yes, I mean, I. One of the best presidents in like cinema. Arguably and the best fictional president. Perfectly ever. said. Like, he is amazing. He, he, like, I ended up watching a couple of episodes after this, you know, cursing you because, like, I want, I had to watch other things. Um, and he, his, his range, 
of emotion never makes me not like him. He doesn't do anything that I like vehemently disagree with. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that he has to do are very rough. But in this episode, like specifically in this episode, the Toby character gets called in uh, because a body is found in, um, oh, what do they call that? I, I want to say the mall. Yeah. Yes, the National Mall. And it's because it was a homeless guy. He donated a coat. His business card happened to still be in the coat. And like this becomes a, a like a burn in, in, in Toby's psyche where he has to figure out what's going on because it turns out he's a he's a ex military and, and so like he goes above and beyond for this person that he didn't doesn't know, didn't know, mm-hmm. will never know. And like ends up using the president's name to get him like a, a full, I mean, a military funeral. military burial, like the the twenty one gun salute and the whole nine, and his like his his special brother was you know in attendance, and it just showed like that like just how s- strongly that one character felt about this situation and how everything around it. Everything that happened supported him, even mm-hmm. down to the president where he's like, I know I shouldn't have used your name, but he's like, all right, it's all right. You you did good, kid, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The Like, the rest of the show, so much stuff happens, and it is so fast. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's amazing to be president because, like, all this stuff happens and, like, nobody cares if, like, you had a hard day yesterday and you just need an easy day. Like, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. This is how the world is. This is your job. I'm trying to, I, because I watched other episodes, what were the other um, storylines? There was uh, <laughs> the, uh, the president going shopping for oh, the, uh, the old the book rare store. books. That was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and w- what did you keep saying about that woman, honey? The one who wanted to send photographers with him on the shopping trip? Oh, and then she was never seen or heard from again. <laughs> yeah. That so could... that character, um, she disappears after season one. What? Oh. And, just, like, is never, like, mentioned. Just poof. Just like she that guy like on Parks on and Rec. Staff, and you know, then that guy's gone. That guy in the first season in Parks yeah. and Rec. Like, Brandanowitz. Yeah, Brandanowitz. Never seen or heard from again. <gasps> Because I guess she well, was just completely she superfluous. Had, she had uh, she was the mom in One Tree Hill. Okay. <laughs> it was it was it was like as I was watching, I'm like, ooh, I know that I know that woman. Yeah, there's Moira. a lot of that in West Wing, especially oh, yeah. since it was like a prestige show, like uh, 15, 20 years ago or when it, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So like, there's so many guest stars that it's like, oh my god, that person's super famous now. Yeah, uh, like every uh, so. Martin Sheen and and I'm trying to like and Rob Lowe. Okay, mm-hmm. those are like the two as of now the biggest names. Mm-hmm. But everybody else is just like half a tier below. Right. Because they've all gone on to have amazing careers. They it's like you know, you know in a lot of sitcoms you go, "Oh, look, that's the guy that's in everything." <clears throat> that's this whole cast. Right. They show up everywhere. Mhm. Um is this the one where there was the uh, like the the story was about to break about Leo? Yes, mm-hmm. this, and they uh, went to see Sam's friend, uh, and who was uh, a major character on House. 
Yeah. And yeah, she's And Sports Night. And Sports Night, yeah. <laughs> they Well, go. I don't know about a major character <laughs> well, in Sports Night. A major guest star. Yeah. It's her recurring character. Bobby Bernstein. <laughs> <laughs> it is I am I'm actually kind of disappointed in myself that I have let this show pass me like I just wasn't like I was aware of it there's because a lot of, of you it. guys <laughs> there's a lot of it just be you know be aware yeah as I'm sure you are yeah there there is and I like for the episodes that I have watched and it was like you know this one and then like let's say the next three or four I the, I wasn't there was no lull there was no weak episode it wasn't like it was always at the same <coughs> level of entertainment <coughs> and I'm sure just like every show there's you know a couple of you know goose eggs in there but even to, like yeah there's 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 a there's dud some, or two there's some anvil ones <laughs> there's there's definitely some episodes where i remember the first time watching it being like how dare you <laughs> but uh that's a good vastly outweighs the bad on this show but if you're gonna watch this you i i feel like you really have to watch sports night first well i have watched sports night well, Did you get all the way through it? I can't remember if you you would just watched a couple or if you if you didn't finish it. I don't. I don't. Why? why so why watch Sports Night first? For the the delightful sorkinness of it all. Oh, that's um, that's it. Well, I mean, it's not. There's like... so many like plot elements and motifs and things that are recycled in this that it, like even lines of dialogue. I'll, yeah, I'll like message Chris while I'm watching it and be like, "Oh, guess what? So and so just said," and it's like a famous line from Sports Night that just got reused in West Wing or. All yeah, because it's you know, it's it's the Sports Night West Wing Studio sixty and Newsroom and Studio sixty I have seen full through that yeah. I know so you'll probably recognize a couple of actors and specific plot lines <laughs> and things if you go through a rewatch of a, a full on watch of West Wing a lot of the plots that they did in uh, Studio sixty they did in some flavor in either Sports Night and or. Uh, West Wing. All right, so it's like, so let's let's talk about the Sorkinius of it. Sports Night was the behind the scenes of a sports entertainment show. Correct. Okay. Then West Wing was the behind the scenes of a presidency. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of the the inner workings of the White House. Uh, that okay. And then Studio Sixty was the behind the scenes of a late night show comedy show yeah okay so there's a, then there's... the newsroom was behind the scenes <laughs> of a news show so <laughs> i'm seeing a theme here <laughs> I, there you can tell that's and that's one thing i've always said about sorkin shows you could tell just by turning it on and listening to you know three the minutes of the dialogue yeah three minutes of dialogue you know you're watching a sorkin show it's like Gilmore Girls. Nobody talks like that, but darn if it isn't entertaining to listen to. Exactly. Yeah, like the whole thing about CJ's um, Secret Service code name. Mm-hmm. Flamingo? And, yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a ridiculous bird. Yeah, but nobody nobody says that's nice. Everybody says, that's a really nice looking bird. Like, <laughs> no, nobody says that. That's, that's not the response to that. Uh, so, and, and is this the one where... She finally breaks down and accepts the yes, date. Yes, this is this. Is, that's one of the reasons that I went with this is that she. This is the beginning of CJ and Danny, like for real. And oh my god, I love CJ and Danny. 
Alice Jane Denny Denny great. is an amazing actress. It, it like out of all of the characters in this show, like Rob Lowe is is consistent. Like he is, for for lack of a better terminology, he he plays he plays the straight guy. Mm-hmm. Where CJ, her emotions are always right there. Where she is the most serious or the most. Um, Okay, how would you describe when she is flummoxed with with her her emotions for that? I don't know. Flummoxed, flummoxed is good. I, I like, yeah. like she plays. I, I don't want to say goofy, but like she plays goofy well, and it still comes off as believable for her character. Like she doesn't know what to do with her emotions for this guy. Like there was a whole yeah, and fish I mean, bowl scene in another oh, episode. Oh god, the fish <laughs> and the fish food. Uh, this this romance between CJ and Danny isn't perfect. There are problems with it. I don't love that it's just like the guy that just kept like harassing her about it, even though it, her concerns about the professionalism were legitimate until she finally just like gave up and and gave in to him. But the charm of these two actors carries it off despite my objections Mm. like i shouldn't like this but i i do well i think a part of it is just the way that it's played it's like danny doesn't he's not crossing a line because i i feel like they have enough of i don't feel like he was crossing a line because i feel like the two of them have a well enough relationship that they can read the situation pretty darn well and I think that Danny just knew that she was constantly in a position of trying to come up with reasons not to go out with him because that's what she really wanted to do. But for some reason, she thought that she shouldn't. So she was always coming up with reasons why she shouldn't. And that's just kind of a really a definition of the difference of their personalities. You know, like when she came up with the list and he was like, oh, you really came up with the list? <laughs> like, and, and the payoff for this relationship, the fact that like, I mean, you got to wait till like the end of this show for it to actually really go somewhere. Um, but I, I guess that's why this doesn't bug me that much because like, yeah, on, on paper, it's like, you know, he's just constantly pushing her until she finally agrees but uh, there's so much more subtext because of how good these actors are that it never struck me as creepy and all, always just more along the lines of like uh, just trying to convince somebody to get over their hangups and go with what they want to do, which is a storyline that is recycled in Studio 60. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> He's not too pushy. Exactly, He yeah. takes it right up to the line, but he's not too pushy because, like, when she fires off all of her, all of her objections and all of her very valid reasons why it, should, why it shouldn't be a good idea, all he does is go, okay. <laughs> and that, like, really adorable Timothy Busfield, okay. And, like, <laughs> and then every once in a while, like, he hits her with, like, okay, here's, you know, I, it, it, he validates her concerns, but then sweeps them away with you know logic and and romance and whatnot and yeah, i just like, i just love cj and danny it's like whatever we like each other <laughs> like all of that is crap <laughs> i want to give a special shout out to someone who did not appear in this episode that showed up in a later episode the president's wife 
Mrs. Bartlett. Oh, she's oh, Dr. Bartlett. Dr. Bartlett. So the episode, it's a couple, I don't even know, maybe two, two, three episodes later. Um, Is it the one where she calls him a jackass? If probably. <laughs> it's it's um, where, he, I'm, I'm air quoting this so you can't see it, he gets the flu. Uh-huh. And... Oh God! Yeah, and he's in bed, and and like, and she is a doctor, and she swoops in, and there is more to this story. Like, it's obvious that there is more to this story, and we find out what it is. And I don't really want to say because it was a doozy. I don't know if you found out beforehand, um, but like, he's trying to get out of bed. Like, he's like, I got to go into the office, and she's like, No, you you have to rest. He goes, No, I have to, I have to go into the office. I have to, you know, do what I need to do. And she goes, Okay, go ahead. And she pulls, and he's like really he's like yeah go ahead go go do what you got to do and he he goes to stand up and gets all woozy he's like whoa oh, oh i'm just gonna stay in bed because yeah i thought so kind of situation <laughs> like their interactions were truly believable like i i felt like they were a couple then on top of that she has an interaction with leo because leo is his best friend mm-hmm. like you saw what she was what she was doing to protect her husband, but then realized who she is protecting him from and there is no need. Mm-hmm. And their interactions were like emotionally moving. Like I, I, I did not expect to get as much out of this show as I did in, in three or four episodes. Almost everybody on the show is a rock star. It, it's, it's true. It, who is the girl? Okay. So, um, not Rob Lowe. Who's the uh, uh, the Josh? Josh. Josh keeps talking to a girl in a room. Like a, it looks like she's like a secretary of some sort. Donna. Donna. Blonde girl. Yeah. Yeah. Donna. Who's that? That's his secretary. That's it. There's. N- is there anything else beyond that? I mean that they, they they were a big will they won't they on the show and and since it sounds like you're gonna watch it I won't tell you where it goes. Okay. But... I don't like her. <laughs> 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 Not a fan of Donna. Like I feel like she she's was like too airheady for this this show. Yeah, I yeah that gets. She only appears that way. Okay. She's okay. actually she is very flighty and very airheady. She's also incredibly capable. Okay. Uh, and they, <clears throat> it's part of what makes her character interesting. But yeah, she was on Sports Night. She was the one who uh, pointed out that Casey didn't know what color tie he wore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I. Great pick. I mean, thank you. I, you get you get all of the Christmas stuff because you know it's Christmas in the White House. The visitation from the kids and and the way Bartlett was able to bounce back and forth between like being ridiculous to the kids and then finding out the news that the gay kid died and then going back into the room full of happy kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that that's such a and it was like almost completely without dialogue that he conveyed that swing of emotions of like a horrible thing and then like this is my favorite part of my job yeah it's literally it's literally like a a a breath pause that's like he takes a breath and goes and Uh and that switch happens when it's i'm assuming that's something a president would need to do but martin sheen (laughs) as an actor portrays it so very well right right i i I was i was also very happy to see dulé hill yeah. In something other than psych. 
Although I feel bad in this episode, he like he doesn't have a lot to do, and mm-hmm. what he does have to do is like be all cheerful and happy because it's his first Christmas working at the White House, and it's like nicer than anything he's ever seen in his life. Mm-hmm. And then his main purpose is to like have Mrs. Landingham deliver this terrible, tragic thing in her life to him uh, that he didn't know about. Yeah. Yeah. But that does like that the parallel between her story about her kids and then the two the the brother the homeless guy and his brother yeah it it just kind of like echoed past into present and i, I don't know it was just woven really nicely that whole those yeah, two stories and she is she is adorable oh she's the best and i oh honey like when they he uh, doesn't know about mrs landingham <laughs> When anybody walks into a room, like that she is in, that everybody says hello to her, and she's like, "Hi, sweetie," or like, "She's the best. She's she's the best." Hey, remember her episodes of Scrubs? Yes. Yeah, wait. Yeah. I can't remember specifically, but I remember her in like when I saw her, I'm like, "Oh, I know where I've seen her before." I can't remember what her storyline was. She was the the ton of bricks lady. When that was the ton of bricks joke. Oh yeah. You know, she she decided that she was going to let herself die, and then that she was ready. Yeah. <sighs> Delivery of one ton of bricks for Mister Doctor Dory. <laughs> <laughs> Signs for oh. bricks falling as it. It was good times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, missing Mrs. Lanningham is is wonderful. Well, Karen. Outside of my surprise of it being as dour as it was, I still really really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it is a it it's the emotional side of the Christmas season, uh, seeing everybody pull together and do what needs to be done and taking care of those less fortunate and and it's just a really nice moment there at the end with the kids choir singing and the the whole staff kind of one by one coming together in the shot and they're all lined up together. It's just I don't know when what's her name's like um, <clears throat> the absence of the president is get- is noticeable. <laughs> Like, you could have said that differently, but okay. All right. Maybe it's just written that way for you. All in all, fantastic episode, Karen. Thank you. Good pick. You're welcome. Just another show. Like, And this is not even a rewatch for me (laughs) because I am going to have to watch this show. I apparently will start with, uh, not newsroom. What is it? Sports Night. Sports Night. Sports Night. Sports Night. Well, when you finish that, enjoy all seven seasons of this. I'm in the middle of season three now. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Then, you know, I'll get yourself right. a quick rewatch of the one season of Studio 60. How many seasons were in... Um, holy shit, I mm. forgot the name again. <laughs> Newsroom? No. Sports Night. Sports Night. Two. Two. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, and they're half hours. Okay. So. Yeah, this actually this episode wrote, for it being, you know, a 45 minute for, you know, an hour episode, it went really fast. Because it, good TV does because that. of the sorkinness of it, the speed the in which it travels. Of it, yeah. So, Chris, yeah, got a spiel for us. I sure do. You can get in touch with us at mailatgeekade.com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content. And follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow the show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen, where are you on the Twitterverse? Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And Evan, where are you? on the Twitterverse. DK underscore Evan. 
If you're interested in any more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh original content. Back to you, Evan. Thank you, Chris. Oh, you're welcome. All right, so that's that's it for for this episode, okay? So as we just get described last week, uh, for the next couple of weeks we're going to be doing mini episodes reason being is we're recording these together um holidays are there and they're like it's just tough and we want to make sure that you guys we we, that we post something for you every week uh whether it be you know christmas eve or new year's (laughs) or whatever so we want to do that now we don't usually yeah we don't usually (laughs) and we always want to but this time we actually planned ahead that's right um (laughs) so Right now, we will be doing our news section, which we're going to skip um, because we're just going to post up the uh, you know relevant news articles on our Twitter feed, which you can catch at any time. We'd be doing commercials, but they haven't happened yet. So. That's also the the thing. Um, the just thing? As, assume that great stuff is coming on the website because it, it is. I just don't know what it's all about yet. In the future. Um so next episode or next week's episode is Chris's pick. Chris, what do you got for us? Well, I chose an episode that uh, uh, has brought me wonderful feelings of happiness and joy and a, a couple of questions. But uh, I don't get a chance to watch this show as often as I'd like. And so I decided to make a choice. So I'm watching, I'm still watching Mystery Science Theater the, the last season. I haven't even gotten to the new season that came out this year. And I've been slowly chipping away at it because, like I said, I don't get really a chance to watch this show very often. It's, it's something I more or less have to watch by myself because there's tons of other stuff that Karen and I watch together. Mm-hmm. And I finished an episode right before we decided that we were going to do this. And the next episode just so happened to be a Christmas episode. Oh, so, so you hadn't seen I was it. Like, wow. It. The timing kind of worked out perfectly on this. So I decided to choose Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Christmas That Almost Wasn't, Season 12, Episode 13. Or on IMDb, Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Return, the Return. Season 1, Episode 13. Yeah, it's the penultimate episode in the, f- in the first Return season. And, uh, well, that's what I picked. Well, there you go, people. That's your homework. Uh, join us next week when we're talking more Christmas stuff. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. I'm the President of the United States. Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.